Welcome to another edition of your Smart Management Moment. I'm going to be sharing some of my posts from my blog, www.duanecorleyspeaks.com, for a while because I've shifted the focus from smart management to being an effective executive. Because actually, I am vlogging and blogging through the book, The Effective Executive by Peter Drucker. And I have found some interesting insights. My goal is to see in my era, yes, I've been through several eras, uh, in my 20 plus years of leadership and management development, and see how that marries or matches with Peter Drucker's era of management and leadership development and see what similarities or differences there are. The book, The Effective Executive, was written in 1967. It is now 2020, if you can even believe that. And so uh, it's this is a fascinating journey, and I encourage you to stick with me because you will gain, if you have any interest in in improving your leadership and management, you want to stick with me, go to my YouTube channel um, or subscribe to my blog uh, if you'd like to learn. And really, even if you want to not just learn about it, but learn how to do it, consider uh, enrolling in one of my 60-day uh, short cycle development initiatives. And uh, you can go to my website to find out more about that. That is uh, manageglobal.com. All right, I'd like to start out with this question. Are you an average or exceptional executive leader? Now, just a side note, um, Peter Drucker doesn't necessarily say someone is an executive because they have an executive title. And that's important to note, is that um, being, an effective, being an executive is someone who any, has any scope of responsibilities where they need to, to create an impact or get specific meaningful results. We usually see that with people who have a title, but don't let the trial title trip you up. Uh, and um, in fact, I have a blog post that says, if you want to boost your leadership effectiveness, consider yourself an executive. So I'm going to go back and answer, uh, ask the question again. Are you an average or exceptional executive leader? To be one or the other, it's a simple choice. Just remember, whatever you choose, it has a ripple effect. What's yours? Quote, after years of observation and working with a volume of diverse leaders in a variety of corporate structures, nonprofits, government, as well as traditional C-suite, effective executive leaders are incredibly valuable and equally rare. It's a quote from the book. In my view, an exceptional leader then is a highly effective leader, which an average leader is not. It's almost like ask, asking the question, are you the Michael Jordan of leadership? Well, why is it rare? Here's the main reason it's rare. This is my opinion. It's not a mainstream, prioritized, promoted leadership criteria. And yet, the father of modern day management, Peter Drucker, says it's the number one most important and deserves first level focus. And that's pretty logical since the main reason why someone is a leader is to get expected results. In fact, if you were to ask the general leadership and training development community to answer these two questions, what does it mean to be effective, number one, and number two, what's the number one most important quality leaders, particularly executive senior leadership possess, I guarantee you, for question number one, there would be a variety of answers. 
And for question number two, effectiveness would not be the top answer, not even remotely. I know. <laughs> I've facilitated thousands of leadership workshops throughout North America for many years, and rarely has anyone said effectiveness. I see this then as a bit of a crisis and a needs gap in the leadership development industry. So what does it mean to be effective? Well, simply put, it's achieving needed results. Now, notice I didn't say just results, but needed, intended, most meaningful, the most important results. And this highlights an important point. To be effective, you must be clear on what the most important results are, and then do what's necessary to realize them, which he defined as a set of strategic practices called disciplines. In the book, The Effective Executive, Drucker defines through principles and practices what he's observed is required to be effective. And this is my compilation of 22 years of industry experience combined with his. First, you have to know where you're going and, where, and, and be clear on the results based on these qualifying questions. What's essential? What are the top priorities and what needs to be done? And then what's best or right for the enterprise? Number two, I see my responsibility not just at the top of the organization, but throughout, throughout and therefore work to affect needed results through the entire organization. Now, this is actually very, very different. I don't assume, but ensure things are happening. I communicate and have the communication mechanisms in place that that throughout communication uh, is done through um, effective communication, discipline meetings, etc. Meeting meetings. I do a lot of asking and listening to mitigate blind spots and avoid costly blindsiding. I have the tools in place to detect when this occurs, and I keep learning where my impact stops or is being impaired and hampered in the leadership structure. I am the master of follow-up. That's built into my leadership. Follow-up is a leadership skill uh, where there's expected accountability, responsibility demonstrated first by me. I leverage all, this is number three, I leverage all strengths, capabilities, uh, that are available. I know the answer to these questions. In the context of what's important, what do I do best? What do others do best? Do I expect and cultivate effective leaders and managers and teams? And do I work with a we mindset versus an I? Number four, I have an action plan that aligns my daily and weekly actions, activities, and decisions in a way that reflects all of the above, particularly top priorities. So I create and use strategic action plans. I understand and utilize time accordingly. I see things, see time as highly valuable and a finite resource that is precious. I use it to gauge decision-making and the reality of my actions. And number five, I leverage every opportunity for improvement by being systematic in how I assess my activity and results and those of others. So I consistently tweak and improve my actions to improve achieving better results. I know actions bring clarity and attract opportunity. And I have a mindset of opportunity versus problems. So I invite you to consider this checklist. In fact, if you go to my website, I mean, if you go to this blog post, you can download it, download the text portion. 
and do it as a quick assessment if you want to discover the opportunities or improvements of what it takes to be an effective leader, and you can use this for yourself and your leadership team. I close with this profound insight shared in a previous post. Drucker emphasizes that a leader can have good qualities, have certain important skills, and highly relevant knowledge, and yet not be able to translate them into meaningful results.